Father, we give you every praise and glory this morning because you deserve it. When we cast our minds back at what we did for us on Calvary, when you declared Tetelesta, and you fully paid for our sins, the debt of our sins, and pay for every restoration of every blessing that we ever lost on in the Garden of Eden. Your hearts are full of worship and praise unto you, O God. And when Jesus died, he resurrected and gave us a new life. Put the life of God in us. May your name be exalted, O Lord, as we come before you. Today, may you speak to us and let your word come alive to our spirits. We worship you and we adore you forever and ever. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, I believe we had a great Easter session. And I believe you have learned a lot of lessons. And your confidence and your trust in the Lord has been enhanced. Jesus died for us on the cross of Calvary. And when he died, he, he resurrected. And that is the foundation of our hope. The reason why we can pray to God and expect an answer is that Jesus is alive today. And the Bible says he ever lives as an intercessor before God for us. Amen. So even our confidence to come to God in prayer is based on the fact that when Jesus died, he rose again. The foundation of all Christian life is the fact that Jesus died, he rose again. And Paul said that if Jesus did not rise, then even the message of the cross and the gospel we preach and our hope, the hope that we have, is all baseless. But thank God that he rose again. Hallelujah. We want to continue with our lessons on prevailing prayers, which is our theme for this month of April. And this morning, we want to imitate the prayer of Hezekiah, one of the kings of Israel, who had a challenge, a problem. And how he dealt with it with prayer. We want to go through that lesson and learn some few lessons for ourselves. And I believe it will boost your confidence in prayer to lift up your faith that no matter how difficult your challenge is, if you can pray, God will answer you just as he did for Hezekiel. Let's quickly go through our lesson from Isaiah chapter 37, we're reading from verse 14. 37, we are reading from verse 14. Now the background to the story is that Hezekiah was the king of Judah. And one day he received a letter from the king of Assyria to the effect that he and his army are coming to run over them and take over 
unless they surrender and they go into an agreement with them to serve them. And in fact, the king of Assyria called Zenacherib made copious reference to many nations that he and his army had conquered and how the gods of those nations were unable to save them and how he had captured the kings of those nations. And it was a very scary letter. But the Bible says when the letter was given to Hezekiah the king, according to Isaiah chapter 37, reading from verse 14, Hezekiah received the letter from the messengers and read it. Then he went up to the temple of the Lord and spread it out before the Lord. He received the letter, he read it, he went to the Lord in the temple and he spread the letter before the Lord as if he's saying, the Lord, you also read this letter. Or it means that anytime you are hit by a problem, a challenge, go before God. Don't throw the letter away. Don't run away from the problem. Take it and go before the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. You may not necessarily have to go back to where your church is situated, the location of your church, but wherever you are, God is. God does not live in temples alone. He lives in your body, which is his temple. Amen. So wherever you are, God is. So spread it. Tell him what it is with all confidence and boldness. So verse 15 says that, And Hezekiah prayed to the Lord. He prayed. He did what? He prayed. Hmm. Don't just show the letter to him. Don't just talk to him. Pray to him. Hmm. Prayer is communication, meaning you are telling God to do something. 16, the Lord, he, he prayed from verse 16. This is what he said, Lord Almighty. And listen to the prayer. You have learned some few rules of engagement. When you come to God, what do you do? The Lord Almighty, the God of Israel. Lord Almighty is worship. Giving God his place anytime, no matter how urgent the issue is. When you come to God, acknowledge his lordship. Give him some worship. Father, I praise you. I honor you. I glorify you. Okay? Those are the rules of engagement. Give God worship. Jesus told them, say, when you pray, say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your name be hallowed. That is worship. Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, enthroned between the cherubim, you alone are God over the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. All these are worship. He's worshiping the Lord. The Bible says we should come to his... Uh, we should enter his gates with thanksgiving. And we come to his courts with praise. Praise also connotes worship. These are very wonderful and powerful and very important rules of engagement anytime you come to no matter how urgent the situation is don't you can't just rush into a king's palace without bowing before him so you give god worship give him praise and you thank him for even the opportunity for coming before his presence hallelujah and this is what hezekiah did he worshiped the lord gave god his place he said i know you are enthroned between the cherubim and you alone are God 
over all the kingdoms of the earth. Sennacherib was referring to the nations he had conquered and that he conquered them in spite of their gods. But Hezekiah is telling God that you are the only God. There is no other God. And you are the God of all the kingdoms of the earth. Know who your God is when you come before him in prayer. Okay? Know who your God is. This whole earth within which you have a problem is in his hands. If the world belongs to him, <laughs> he can handle your small problem. What I'm saying is that the world is bigger than every challenge we will ever face. Is it cancer? The world is bigger than cancer. If God can hold the world, he can hold cancer. That's what I'm saying. And have this consciousness of the greatness of your God, the maker of the heaven and the earth, and the owner or the kingdoms of the earth, the one who is over all kingdoms. Mm, sickness is a kingdom. Poverty is a kingdom. And God rule over them all. And put, anytime you come to God, put your, put your challenge or your problem where it belongs. Let them know that they are nothing before God. These are lessons we are learning from Hezekiah's prayer. Let your problems, let the issues that confront you know that they are nothing before God. Is this some failure in some exams? It is nothing before God. Is this some difficulty in laying on some financial uh, issues? That's, it's, it's nothing before God. Has it got to do with your womb that is shut? It's nothing before God. Whatever it is, is that by your Christian life, you can't pray. You can't study your word. It's nothing before God. It says, you have made the heavens and the earth. Give ye, Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, Lord, and see. So he's telling God, I, have, I know who you are. And I have brought this request before you. I know you can handle it. All I'm asking for is that, listen to me. Here, open your eyes, see. Listen to all the words Zenicharev has sent to ridicule the living God. Look at, this is what I call smart prayer. Okay? Sometimes when the enemy attack, attack us and our family, we make it our personal project. No. Insofar as I belong to Jesus, insofar as I'm a child of God, I am his project, I am his son, I am his own. My issues are his issues. Those of you who have children, when your children are sick, it's like somebody is cutting off your head. Their issues are your issues. Our issues are the issues of Jehovah God. <laughs> Sometimes tell God, if he, he will not do it, it's up to him. When you are disgraced, he is disgraced. Anytime he lifts up your head, he is glorified. It's about him, not us. After all, how many years will we spend here? Everything that has to do with us has to do with God. Amen. So Hezekiah to God, give ye, Lord, hear, and hear. Open your eyes, Lord, and see. Listen to all the words. The, the nature has written some 
serious words, eh? telling them that their God cannot save them and he will crush them like he crushed the other nations. He will even take their God away as if their God is one of the gods. So he said, listen to all the words the nature has sent to ridicule the living God, not me. <laughs> not me, Hezekiah, not your kingdom. He has lambasted us. He has threatened us. But indeed, it's not about us. It's about you, God. It's about you. He has written all these things to ridicule you. Mashida, that is how you ought to pray when it comes to petition. Put it in proper context. Let God hear you and rise up from his throne. Eh? All this lack and poverty and challenges you are going through. It is ridiculing God when people point their fingers at you and make you the victim of life. As if you don't serve a God. It's about him. It is his name which is being put in shame. Tell God. And when you tell God this, you rise up. And you begin to intervene in your situation. And it's the truth. Anything that happens to our children happens to us. It's about us. When your children go out there and mess up and disgrace comes, it comes upon our head. In the same way, when God sits unconcerned and allows the devil to mess us up, it's about him. When he intervenes, and lift up our head. It is about him. The glory comes to him. When they ridicule us, they ridicule him. Let God know from today. Just as Ezekiel prayed. 18 says, It is true, Lord, that the Assyrian kings had laid waste all these people and their lands. It is true. And I know, God, you know that. That the devil is giving people cancer. It is true. He's throwing disease at people. And we are crying unto you. Your word declared that by your strife we are healed. And we won't do anything. Lord, arise. They have thrown their gods into the fire and destroyed them. It is true. For they were not gods, but only wood and stone, fashioned by human hands. Now, Lord, our God, as for you, you are God. And you are our God. Deliver us from his hands. So that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you, Lord, are the only God. So this thing is about your credibility. It's, it's about your name. It's about your, 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 the integrity of your name. It's about your identity. It's about who you are. If you deliver us, all the kingdoms of the earth will know that as for you, you are God. And that Zenechrev cannot defeat you like he had defeated the other gods. Tell God, do this so that the glory will come to you. And we pray about the prayer of joy. We pray about not being selfish and not trying to um, pray in a way that will just enhance your personal image. This prayer is bringing all the glory to God that if you deliver us, the glory will come to you. If you deliver us, the whole kingdoms of the earth, they will come and worship you. God, they will know that you alone are God. This guy has defeated every nation. <laughs> so if you do it for us, 
People will know that you are God and they will all come about to you. That is how you petition. Hmm? The prayer of joy. You are not talking about his and his kingdom. Makila Atula Brahanda, even though all that you are looking for is for your deliverance. You are tied it into his glory. And when God hears it, he will, he will answer. Hezekiah did not pray that, Lord, deliver me, so that they will know that me too are they. No. That is the prayer James was taking about, talking about. You own some solutions so that you just enjoy it as a personal pleasure. Hezekiah knew how to pray. And I want us to copy that, imitate that. He pushed the challenge into the court of God. And he also pushed the glory that will come from the solution unto God. So it becomes God's project. And God will answer you when you pray in such a way. Hallelujah. So therefore, the Lord sent the prophet Hezekiah with a message to the king. A prophet Isaiah with a message to King Hezekiah. A long message, but the verse 33 is very relevant for our discussion. See, therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning the king of Assyria. Say, Hezekiah, hear what the Lord is saying concerning the king. He will not enter this city or shoot an arrow here. <laughs> God will speak and declare that they will take off your hand from that man's son and my daughter. For your sickness will not thrive. Your affliction will not survive. He will not enter. He will not shoot an arrow. He will not come before it with a shield or build a siege ramp against it. By the way that he came, he will return. He will not enter this city, declares the Lord. I will defend this city and save it for my sake. Did you hear that? For his sake. For Hezekiah has told him that do this for your sake, for the sake of your name, so that the kingdoms. So when you pray in such a manner, God will intervene for his sake. He will give you that husband for his sake because you have told him your marriage will bring glory to him so that you will walk in holiness and righteousness. You will not sell yourself off like some ladies are doing and you want to bring glory to him. And God said, I will give you a husband for my sake. Tell God you don't want to steal from the workplace. So he should give you a promotion that will bring you a commensurate salary. Salary. And God says, so that you will live gloriously for him and not do like others do. He should change your job. He should give you another job by the side so that you bring glory to him. When you pray that way, God will do it for his sake. Amen. God said, I will do this for my sake. For my sake. I will defend this city and save it for my sake. And for the sake of David, my servant. Hallelujah. So, 36, listen to God spoke. He responded. But he went beyond that and he also acted. Listen to it in, in verse 36. The Bible said, Then the angel of the Lord went out 
I don't know whether he was sent, but he went out and put to death 185,000 in the Assyrian camp. Then the people got up the next morning. They were all, when the people get out, get, got up the next morning, there were all the dead bodies. So Zenacherab, the king of Assyria, who was making noise and bragging, broke up and withdrew. He returned to Nineveh and stayed there. 38. One day while he was worshipping in the temple of his god Nisroch, his son, Adramalek, and his sons, two sons, Adramalek and Sharazar, Sharazar, killed him with a sword and they escaped to the land of Ararat and Eshadon, his son, succeeded him. God has exercised judgment over his head. When you pray like Hezekiah prayed and you make the problem God's project, God will arise for the sake of his name, for the sake of his glory. He will arise and look at what happened. He sent one angel. And this is where I always quote from. One angel killed 185,000 people. And Jesus was asking for a legion, about 36,000. How many would they have killed? And the Bible says, even the king himself, God stirred up the heart of his sons and they cut him down. That shall be the feet and the fate of your enemies. If you can pray the way Hezekiah prayed, make it God's projects. Put it before him. Don't make it your personal issue. Make it God's issue. And God will answer. No matter how small, how big, bring it before God. Hezekiah brought everything before God. The letter before God. Ask God to read it. And God indeed read it. And God responded. Beloved, prayer works and prevailing prayer works mightily. I want you to begin to pray and thank God for this revelation of his word and also present your petition before God in Hezekiah style. Imitate Hezekiah. Do it Hezekiah way. Come before him in worship and lay the challenge before him and make him his project because indeed you are his child. You are his project. You are his concern. So everything that concerns you has to do with God's name and his namesake. And if you pray with that consciousness and that understanding and not trying to get something to just fix it on yourself, but seeking the glory of God, even for his intervention in your life, God will answer you. He will cut off that enemy. He will destroy that wicked one. He will paralyze that disease. The disease is taking the glory of God. Don't you see that? <laughs> and God will intervene for his name's sake. May God intervene for his namesake for you this morning. No matter how difficult our challenges, may God put a baby in your womb. And may all these years of barrenness for his namesake. 
For when you give birth, people will point their finger at to you. Hey, this lady has been married for seven years. And look at what the Lord has done. It will be for his name's sake. When he healed you of that five brother, without you going to waste 4,000, 6,000 for surgery, it will be for his name's sake. When the Lord lift up the limitations and the siege over your finances and grants you a breakthrough, it will be for his name's sake. Oh, as you pray, May the Lord answer you this morning. Yes, as he answered Hezekiah. May the Lord send an angel your way this morning. Yes, as he sent an angel to break the siege over his life. May the Lord cut your enemies to size. Oh Lord, and may he grant you an eternal deliverance. You and your family, even in the mighty name of Jesus. Beloved, if you are sick, put your hand there. I speak healing, 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 healing into your spirit, healing into your soul, healing into your body. I drive that sickness, that disease, and that evil power behind it away from you in the mighty name of Jesus. According to the scriptures, by his strength, you were healed. Not you are going to be healed. You were healed. Therefore, I declare you healed. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. May every bone, every tissue, every blood, every organ within you respond to my word of healing. And be healed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Beloved, if you do not know the Lord Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you are missing it. The devil is gradually driving you to hell. But God so much love you. He allowed his son Jesus to come and die and pay for our, the penalty of our sins. This morning, receive him into your heart. And he will make your life anew. And you become a child of God. And God will make you his personal project. And when you pray, he will answer you. Say these prayers after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come before you just as I am a sinner. And I repent of my sins this morning and confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. Come into my heart. Take over my life. Make me your own. Let me be born again as your child. And let me live for you forever. If you have prayed this prayer, Jesus has come into your life. Your life is born again as simple as it is. The Spirit of God has invaded into your human life. And now you are a child of God. Please look for a Bible-believing church such as the Church of Pentecost, if it is wherever you are. And please, let them baptize you in water and also lead you to the host baptism and submit yourself to discipleship class. Let them nurture you in Christ so that you grow and become a matured Christian. The Lord bless you for receiving him into your hearts and be established in Jesus' name. Amen. Beloved, before we take the benediction, uh, those of you at PRWS are talking, it wasn't announced, but Saturday we are meeting. Mount Zion, we are meeting for our Saturday prayer service. Please, don't miss it, okay? The preparatory group, they spend about three days fasting and praying for you. That when you come to Mount Zion, something will happen. God will answer you. They spend three days. They pray. The last time we met, they prayed all night from 11 to 5 o'clock for you. And you didn't come. 
The prayer is that when you come there, may God touch you. If you don't come there, <laughs> you are out of the equation. Or if you don't, if you don't, can't come, connect even with the Facebook live uh, streaming. Okay? Much spiritual inputs are, are, are put into this. And it's all for your benefit. Appear on Mount Zion and let God touch you and visit you. We will continue to do our best, prepare and pray. Yours is to come or connect. That one we cannot do for you. Abi, you have to do it for yourself. May God bless you. Shall we take the benediction? So Saturday, 6 a.m., we are meeting PRWC Atomic. Please, come and let the Lord touch you and let the Lord answer you even on Man Zion. For on Man Zion, there shall be deliverance. And God said, his people will possess their possession and they shall be holy. I bless you with all the blessings of the Lord. Today, as you pray and engage God in this holy day, may God answer you like he answered Hezekiah. And may he cut off your enemies from you. May he lift up your head from every disgrace. May the Lord favor you and cause his face to shine upon you. I declare you blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.